Welcome to the Strategic Slut Podcast. I'm Courtney, and I'm here every Monday to cover all things sex, money, confidence, dating, growth, and mindset to help you consciously evolve and live an intentional life. I am passionate about empowered choice and questioning the world around us because let's face it, we're all sluts for something or someone, so let's be strategic ones. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Thank you for tuning into another episode. I hope you guys had a beautiful weekend. It was so nice and spring sunshine in Ontario. It was like 13 degrees Saturday and like 16 degrees today. It was just beautiful. And I would be happy if this just continued. We just like didn't ever have another snowstorm. Usually we get snow until like April, but Fingers crossed it can hold off for a couple weeks and we can just like move into spring and pretend it didn't happen. I don't know about all of you, but I am hitting a point. I'm tired. I'm working really hard. And I think end of March is always weird for me because it's like end of the first quarter and I feel like it could be a time where people are starting to burn out. Just, you know, knowing that like summer's coming, I know that a lot of pressure, specifically, I feel this pressure as well of like hot girl summer. Okay. I need to like do more cardio and all these things for one. No, you don't. How to get a bikini body is to put a bikini on your body and have the most fun. But I also find that the end of the quarter, there's like a new energy and I feel like it has something to do with the spring equinox that I was reading about. I don't even know if that's how you say it. I don't know. I've I've been doing some Googling and I think that there is like some sort of um, astrological explanation for the energy shift. But I know for me, I'm tired and I'm, you know, doing well, but I'm like hitting a point where I'm just like, okay, what's what's next here? How do I want the rest of the, you know, season, but also year to look like like, okay, we're three months or almost four months in. Like, what is this all going down as? And. I think, you know, what's important to me with this podcast is the strategic slut factor. So considering all these things and making a life that you're really proud of and being the baddest bitch you can really be, despite who you're listening, you know, who's listening and what you identify as, I want you to feel like a bad bitch in life and really feel like it's a a life that you've chosen. Not that um, my biggest fear is waking up at like 50 years old and being like, what the fuck just happened? Like, where did my life go? And I think that's the big part of it is just like life will always happen to us, but the conscious effort of like, how are we choosing what we're choosing and why, and how does it make us feel? I think that's so important. So what I want to talk about today is a little short episode on five ways to kind of reset the energy, get back to focusing on what you want, who you want to be, and like kind of doing a little just mind, body, soul reset. Because I know for me, I'm tired. I'm coming out of like what feels like a coma of the winter. (laughs) I definitely am like even more tired trying to keep up with like the sunlight, like the fact that the days are longer, I'm doing more. And I think that's actually a part of why I'm even more tired. Because although winter, I'm like always tired. um, There is something to be said about like having daylight until after seven, where before when the day would get dark at like 4.30, I would kind of just like slumber. So that's maybe a factor as well. But these are five things that you can do to kind of like 
sit with, do a little reset. And I know for me, they're like always the things, the last things that I want to do. And definitely, um, they're not, I wouldn't say it's fun getting into it. Like, you know, when you're procrastinating, just like the things that you know will make you feel better, but you still are going to procrastinate doing them. That's these five things for me. But I do find that every time I go back to them, they make me feel a thousand times better, refocused, recharged, whatever you'd like to call it. So the first one is take inventory of your time and calendar. And what I mean by this is that, I mean, the last year and a half has been, or I guess year really, but did I say year and a half? I have no concept of time, guys. The last year has been very weird. And I don't know, you know, those of you listening where you're at with your work and career, life, school, whatever, it's, it is a very weird time. And I know for me, I like have had multiple jobs since COVID kind of thing hit. So it has been like trying to find my new norm multiple times over. But I think really, you know, coming into ending the first quarter of the year, Where do you want to spend your energy and where are you spending it currently? How are you feeling about it? And how are we going to shift to have that energy spent elsewhere to be more aligned in life? So what I mean by this is if you're taking inventory on your time and you're like, you know what? I've watched, I've been watched like eight shows. I've, you know, haven't really done much. I keep saying I'm going to do this, this and this. Or maybe you're like, I'm working a fuck ton. I'm working 60 hours a week. I feel like I'm behind in everything I need to do. Like the laundry's piling up. I haven't done my taxes, whatever. You know, how are you feeling right now? Or are you feeling really good? Like you feel balanced and whatever that balance looks like for you. I think balance is a very weird concept because I think it looks so different for everyone. But like, where are you spending your time and energy? What is your calendar looking like? And the one thing that I love to do to kind of make my, I guess, priorities very clear and ensure that I'm living the balanced life that I want to be living is color coding my calendar. So I use a digital, just like the Apple calendar. And I actually have colors for, oh my God, I don't even know how many, like probably 13 different calendars through iCloud. And it has a range of different things, like different things for work, personal development, learning, uh, socializing, family stuff, health stuff. Like there's so much because I want to be able to see when I do a review on my last few months, where have I been spending my time and how am I feeling about it? Am I like, okay, let's say I, I look back and I'm like, wow, I've been working my ass off. Like, 60 hours a week kind of thing, which I, I have been working my ass off. So that's why I'm saying that. I'm like, okay, I need to dedicate more times to pre-recording podcasts. I need to take more times to schedule in like self-love nights where I literally like chill the fuck out. Okay, I need to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. I find that seeing these color-coded versions shows you where you're actually dedicating your time and is, uh, it makes it easier to evaluate if you're happy about that. So that is one thing I definitely recommend. But also like when you say, when, when you ask yourself, like, where do, where do I want to spend my energy? It sounds obviously too good to be true in the sense, well, of course we don't want to be working. Like you're probably wishing we were on a beach and living our best lives right now. But 
that's not always the case. So it's like, okay, if that's something that you want to be doing though, how are you spending your energy to make life more fun or to work towards certain goals? Maybe you want to plan a trip to Mexico or Miami or like whatever next year because traveling's not happening this year. You know, like what, what does that look like for you? And what, where is your energy going? Is your energy being spent wishing you were somewhere else, wishing you were doing something else? Like, I think that's a huge mindset shift as well of like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. No, no, no. You get to do this. You get to do that. I think that's one thing that despite how much you hate your current situation or whatever right now, I know for me, this reframe does help me, especially in the short term um, to remember like, oh, I am grateful. I'm blessed. If I weren't to have this job, life, position, whatever, I would, you know, it it would really suck. So always remembering that when shit does get tough, it's like, no, I get to do this. I chose this. And even if I'm not choosing it, then I need to create a new plan for whatever it is. If you fucking hate your job, make a plan to get a new one. Start, you know, putting the resumes out there, whatever you want to do. So I think there is this level of accountability in how we're spending our own energy and why we're letting us ourselves do that. I know for me right now, I'm taking an inventory of like also some self-deprecation. I'm like, wow, you've been feeling like you're like, you've been really having some pity parties lately, like for months. So was that serving you? Were those good? Or like, could we cut those back a little? (laughs) And what I mean by that is like, of course, feel the feelings, but I've been, I'd say sitting in it probably a little bit too long and sitting in it longer than I would like. So how can I, you know, pull myself out of there a little bit quicker. The second one is short-term girl. Wow. Short-term girl. I'm not even editing that out. Short-term goals. What are you working towards right now? Do you have things in place to achieve those goals? Ask yourself this right now. Go write it down. Go journal it out. Go make a fucking list because I know for me, I have lots of goals and I'm in a really weird place because those goals are shifting, but I'm not taking action. So a couple of the goals that I set in January for like short, short term goals, I realized that there's like different things that I want, I guess that are, it's kind of shifting the goal essentially, but it's also shifted the action. So I'm not doing as many things as I want towards that action, although that the goal has shifted a little bit, the actions realistically would be the same for both goals and I'm not doing any of it. So that is one thing I'm like, okay, you're getting lost in the like analysis paralysis, which means like when you have too many choices that you are taking so much time to like analyze that you're not actually taking action. So that's where I'm currently at right now. There are some things that I've been like pretty proud of with with my consistency in, um, but definitely like some overall goals that I was kind of pushing myself to do. I have not done them. So I'm like, okay, we need to reevaluate. And obviously is very connected to the first one of taking inventory of your time and calendar. Like now you're looking at the goals and you're like, oh fuck, I like could have been at this goal by now if I had done X, Y, and Z, but we're not going to keep looking back on the past and harping on it because that's not productive either. No losses, only lessons, baby. So what you need to do is, okay, what was I doing? Whatever the last three months, 
what could I be doing better? What are the small shifts I can make? Was it, you know, for me, I, especially in the winter, have gotten in a really bad routine of just eating dinner and then like chilling out on the couch the rest of the night because obviously like, like I mentioned earlier, it gets dark and it just felt like the day was over and I just like meh. But for me and for some people, like relaxing in the evening is great. But for me, I actually need to do a little bit more. I find that I thrive a lot better when I like eat dinner, go for a walk and then like do something to get off my to-do list kind of thing, like check it off the list, whether that's like something around the house, like just like getting my laundry done or like, I don't know, random like housekeeping things or if it's like doing something that's like learning. Like I have so many different courses that I take and so many um, things that I'm like, the skills that I'm trying to improve on that I find when I like make those a priority in the evenings, I not only feel so fucking productive, but I also find that it really um, puts my energy in a productive light that gets my mind off whatever happened like before. So whatever's happened all day, um, I can kind of just like leave it and let it go and focus on like whatever I'm doing now. Um, that's typically for myself. So, and I mean, you can make this enjoyable too. I know for me, the nights that I like put on like sex in the city or like another show that I've seen a thousand times and then just like clean my room or like do the laundry, paint my nails, like something fucking random. Um, it feels like it's, you know, actively productive in the sense that you're getting something checked off your list, but you're also not like doing it. Uh, it doesn't require a ton of focus. Like you can listen to a podcast or put on some music and just kind of like do your thing, you know? The other thing I was thinking about is like, if you do have goals in regard to like the summer or anything like that, then like start on them now. I mean, I don't preach any type of like weight loss or you don't need to do fucking anything. You're beautiful in the body that you have and whatever you exist in, you know? But I know for me, I've just been like eating a lot extra just in the winter, I would say. Um, kind of wearing the sweats, kind of having the pity parties and like some nights I've been getting high and getting the munchies and then I eat the entire fucking kitchen. I, you know, it's fine. Like it's whatever. I'm not dealing with like crazy anxiety around it. It's more of just like my energy's off. Like I feel a little sluggish. I want to just kind of recharge. And so I'm just like cleaning up the diet a little bit, eating a couple less chips than I normally would, you know? Uh, And it doesn't need to be serious or anything like that. I just want to kind of empower you that like, if you have those goals, like now would be the time to get on them and you deserve to feel your best. So whatever that means for you, obviously I want everyone to be healthy, whatever healthy means to them, whatever that looks like for you. Um, Do not starve yourself. That is not the way to do anything, like really find peace within your own body. But if that's what, you know, if drinking more water is finding more peace within yourself and your body, then do that. My third one is find your fun. Um, I realized that my generation doesn't have a ton of hobbies. And I know for me, um, the Ontario government is threatening a third lockdown. Woo, love that for us. So I'm kind of slightly losing it because not only have I missed out on human interaction for a very long time, but I am getting to a point where I'm like so extremely bored of myself. It's not even funny. I fucking love myself, could hang out with myself all day. 
But I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, girl, you got to find something new. You got to find some inspo. I also gain a lot of inspiration and ideas. And like, I do find a lot of energy in other people. Um, I'm kind of one of those people that I need both a medley of like time with people and time away. I don't know what that's called, but I definitely find that like, I love to recharge with people, but then I need like double the time to recharge by myself and like sit with the energy and then I'm good. Does that make sense? Hopefully. But either way, I've noticed that I, for myself, like don't have a ton of hobbies. I just find that I've been getting into a routine where I, you know, I wake up, do my things in the morning. I do have an extensive morning routine and I fucking love it. I work. I finish work, I cook dinner, and I maybe go for a walk or whatever, and then I kind of wrap up my day. Like, it's kind of just, ugh, boring, you know? And give me anything but boring. I'm so fucking, I can't deal with the routine, you know? As much as routine feels secure, it's also dulling to the brain. So what can we do? I, for me, want to just like elevate the soul again. I think with summer coming up and realizing that there's not a ton of plans to be made without a vaccine, um, that's been a little depressing, honestly, for me. Like I think post-grad depression is already like such a thing, but then graduating during COVID and not really knowing what the future looks like or how things are going to play out has been really difficult because just the timeline of grad like of school I think people don't talk about this enough of like when you graduate not having that timeline and that societal I guess like oh like so you're a student and they just like understand you know if you're on semester or if you're like off for the summer and you know whether you work a part-time part-time job in the summer or you just chill like you're just on that like student calendar where I feel like when you're out in the real world, um, you kind of have to create that like own fun for yourself. You have to figure out like, are you taking vacations and things like that? And obviously that's so dependent on your industry and work and ability to do those things. But it is really fucking confusing trying to figure it out and then add a level of pandemic on top of that. And it's crazy. So I said something to my mom the other night and I was like crying and in my feels. And I just said, I can't continue to wait around for others to start living my life. And that kind of has hit me deep. And it's kind of sat with me for a couple days, even though I was the one who said it. (laughs) I think I came to a greater realization that we can't wait for others. Like if you want to take that trip or do that thing or go to that restaurant or whatever, explore, watch that movie, that documentary, you don't always have to wait for others to do it with you. And it's really weird for me because I don't think I was even realizing I was doing it. I think I've been really harping on the fact that we can't see people and that we can't, all the things we can't do with one another, that it has blurred my vision of what we can do alone. And I'm someone who preaches like dating themselves, doing all the things, go to fucking dinner by yourself, like do all the things. But with everything that's it's been closed for majority of this time, like things are just starting to open up here, um, including restaurants and things like that. I felt really weird about it. And because I live with my family right now, 
I think I've been kind of almost just looking to them as like, you know, oh, I really want to watch this movie. Like, when do you want to watch it? Rather than just saying like, I'm going to watch this movie. Would you like to watch it with me? (laughs) You know, I think it's a different reframe. And I think it's also putting us back into the abundance mindset versus the scarcity mindset. Like, I know for me, those little things add up of like, always looking to others, like for the little things adds up to the bigger things of like, well, I want to go to Europe, but no one I know like has the funds or like time off to go. So like, I don't know what to do. Like you hear the stories all the time. So what are, what can we do for ourselves to elevate our soul, to have more fun in life? Like I know for me, I'm trying to find new hobbies. I've decided that I'm going to take a couple nights each week to literally not check the fucking email, turn off the text messages, like do not disturb level and maybe get a little high probably and use my adult coloring book. It's kind of the thing that I love to do actually. Every time I like remember to do it, I'm like, oh yes, I forgot how great this feels. I love coloring whether I'm good at it or not. I love just like either listening to music or like putting a show on in the background. My like go-to shows are like Sex and the City, Modern Family. It used to be Friends, but I can't watch Friends anymore. I think I've spent too many years on that show. So Modern Family, um, Sex and the City, anything reality TV, obviously like Love Island, Jersey Shore. Um, I just started watching Bad Girls Club because of Marissa Lace. Love you, Marissa, for that wreck. Um, Bachelor, I was into, we already know all about that. And then Real Housewives, like the entire Real Housewives franchise, I fucking love. And I have been watching the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, especially the new season just aired. Love, love, love. My guilty pleasure. So like doing that and just like coloring has been something that's been kind of a fun like hobby way to pass the time, but also like let my brain go, especially if I just like put on some music and color. That's always fun too. I've also started to engage in like finding albums that like TikTok, there's this whole side of TikTok that's like um, top 10 albums that like you wouldn't skip through basically. And I've been loving looking at other people's because it's been made me question what are mine and I don't even know. I've never like thought about it. So I've been kind of like listening to like OG albums. Like I've been going back to Drake's OGs. I've been going back to listening to like Britney Spears. I think watching the documentary Britney Spears too. I've been like going back to her music um, and just like some real classics. Paramore is my favorite band. So I've been listening to literally like the songs that I thrived in in like my teenage angst years of like Paramore, 1975, The Kooks, all the fucking bands. Um, definitely like my One Tree Hill phase. Yeah. All as well, like Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco. <laughs> There's, I have a lot of personalities when it comes to music. Um, really going back to those things that like lit me up as a kid, I think is really exciting. And like, Also, just shifting the mood. Like, the other night, I was so stressed after some calls, and I put on some music, and I just fucking danced around for literally an hour. Like, I wouldn't let myself sit down for an hour. I just, like, swayed with the music or started twerking or whatever, and it felt so good. It really just, like, moved the energy around, shifted the day, and... I definitely felt better before because of it, but also like had fun doing. It. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot this song, and da 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 da. Like, I love those feelings. So find your goddamn fun, okay? 
Number four is seek out knowledge. I know for me, every time I'm feeling slumpy and like weird energy and just off and like disconnected, I find that it's because there's a lack of connection from to something. And I know for me, seeking out whatever information always like lights up some sort of passion, whether it's like, oh, that's super interesting or, oh my God, this is game changing for whatever like view you have on something. Um, literally anything, just learning about other people's lives. I find so fucking fascinating. Like I never want to be one of those people that just like stops learning because I think there's just such a crazy world around us that there's so many things you could learn. And like, I will get, I I definitely go down in like the deep dives. Like if I want to learn something about like fucking lemons, I'll go into all of the things. Like where did they come from? How did they get founded? Why do we use them? What blends of like the citrus flavor of the lemon blend with different foods? Like, I don't know why the fuck I'm talking about lemons, but I love getting that in depth and like nitty gritty about random shit. I find it interesting. You know, it keeps life interesting. There's always something more you can know. And I just like love it. I think podcasts are great, documentaries, reading books. I read more every morning and sometimes every night, depends on what my flow is, but I love reading. That's like a huge non-negotiable for me, but also just like definitely seeking out other things. I know I realized that I haven't watched a lot of documentaries recently and like I love documentaries. I think that they're so interesting. Um And I haven't watched any in a while. And I'm like, man, I need to watch a documentary. Like, that is something I enjoy. Also, I feel like going back to the hobbies things, um, comedians are also very fascinating to me. Listening to not only their lives, but then, like, just their actual comedy shows and stuff like that. I do love. And I think through the fourth one of seeking out knowledge, I often love to look at comedians because I think that they always have such a fascinating viewpoint on something like they're typically taking some sort of cultural phenomenon or personal experience or whatever and making it into something funny so I actually find comedy very very fascinating but also love to look at certain comedians and how they frame whatever is happening in the time that they like did the comedy special or whatever And then my fifth and last final thing is cleaning your space. And what I mean by this is like declutter, spring clean this bitch. Like truly get rid of the old receipts that are hiding in your wallet. Like get out all the napkins in every crevice of your car. Clean your bedroom. Windex that makeup desk counter down. Windex the mirror that I see all the streaks in in the mirror selfies. Like do all the things to clear the space. I swear to God, it shifts the energy. It reminds you of like, I deserve to live in a clean space. You can put on some music. I've really been going back to the early 2000s pop. Like when I say that I haven't stopped listening to Britney Spears, I mean it. Um, very much into Obsessed by Mariah Carey right now. I know that this is like not a hot take, but I don't think that song got enough recognition at the time. I was obsessed with it when I was younger, but like it fucking hits, still hits, always going to hit. So I love to clean my space. I also find that decluttering just like 
all the clothes, all the shit, the makeup, the products. If you're especially a high maintenance woman like myself, and I say high maintenance very loosely, like I maintain myself, so I wouldn't consider myself high maintenance. However, I do have a lot of shit. I used to work in the makeup industry, so I have a lot of shit that I have had just through working in that industry that was given to me for free and everything that I couldn't justify just throwing out because it was given to me, right? Um, I recently, I mean, last year when I like moved home during COVID, I did like Marie Kondo my life a little bit, but I'm doing more so even now because I find that my identity has changed a lot in the last year and there's just like things that I can't be bothered with. So I've been really just letting go of some shit, throwing it all out, clean it up. I even like love to go through my photo albums, my notes in my phone, all the things and just like deleting shit that's not necessary. Like we don't need a screenshot from Chad's text saying you up at 3am from 2015. Delete the shit. Like just get rid of it. It's, I swear to God, something about, especially even like your digital space. I find that it clutters the mind like unconsciously I think that we really do find relief and feel lighter after doing those things even if you don't even realize it at the time um and I also find that we like can often find stuff in our space that's like I forgot I had this and that's always a plus too and I think it kind of connects with all the other things of like taking that inventory, like what have I not only been spending my time on, but like what have I been spending my money on? Like, have you been online shopping obsessively during this entire pandemic, buying a thousand sweatsuits that the minute that the vaccines shot into the arms or whatever, I don't know if you're vac- if, if y'all are pro-vaccine or pro-anti-vax, I don't know, but once the shit's over, are you going to be wearing sweats every day? Because I question it. You know what? Let me tell you a quick story. I went to a mall today because there were these pants from Zara I could not live without. And the closest Zara to me is like 30 minutes away. So I hopped in the car, put on the music and drove there. Went to Zara, got the pants. They actually don't fit. So that's awkward because the change rooms aren't open. So I'm going to have to exchange those. But anyways, they were the last pair that existed in the store. So I had to buy them. And I went into Zara had, they had the like greatest fucking styles. I don't know if it was this particular location or Zara as a whole. I really don't shop much anymore. So I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with like what each store is coming out with, but the entire store, the energy, the colors, the vibes were like Hot girl, summer, like whoring 20s are coming, okay? Then I go into Aritzia, it's only sweatsuits, like only sweatsuits and then like a couple leather pants of like the Molinas, you know? I was very shocked because I have a, I have a like slight inkling that those sweatsuits aren't having the hype as they did last year. Like I feel though, as though the, the limited, feeling of those sweatsuits like the fact that they were so hard to get your hands on and that hype factor literally made them more desirable and I think that coming out of this pandemic I think we're gonna see a huge shift in fashion where people aren't going to want to wear or at least if you have the sweats you're probably gonna wear them but I think a lot of people are going to want to like seriously dress up when they go out post-pandemic because 
like, I think a lot of people are ready to have fun, whatever that looks like, like even going to the grocery store and like feeling like a badass bitch, whatever that looks like for you. I know for me, I'm ready to wear some heels to the grocery store. Like as much as I live the work from home, like comfy life, I also would love to have like a really cute outfit on for like 30 minutes, take a cute photo for Instagram and then wash all my makeup off and chill out again. However, like I haven't done that in so long. I would love to do that. And I just feel as though the contrast between the two stores was very interesting to me. And like Aritzia was completely dead and um, the clothes, yeah, were just like very simple and cozy, which for me, I'm just not wanting that anymore. I also bought many sweatsuits last year. So why would I buy more knowing that hot girl summer is coming? It's approaching. I want to look cute. So that's my thing. Um, I think everyone could probably use a declutter. So Take that as you will. And also declutter your fucking mind. You know what? Let me think about this for a second. I've recently been letting go of some shit, like just some crazy, all the changes that happened in my life last year and like things that didn't work out or whatever. I didn't realize I was holding on to them until probably like the depths of the darkness of winter really kind of came to light again, having to face all those shitty things. And I finally like, kind of released it. Like, I don't need to feel this way. I don't need to be in pain anymore. I learned the lessons. Thank you for the lessons. Gotta go. And that's been very healing and relieving. I think that that's something that is really great and it's challenging to do for sure. But working towards moving forward day by day, step by step, I think is decluttering the mind, the body, and the soul. So, That's my podcast today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd love to listen on Apple Podcasts, if you could give it five stars, post on your story, tag me at Strategic Slut and at the Not So Average Betch. If you're following on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you want to hit that subscribe or following button, I would love that so you don't miss another episode. And as always, guys, love yourself, love others, and wash your fucking hands. I'll see you next Monday. Bye, guys.